Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Um, you know, Pastor Julie and I, we've been praying for an awakening. The prophets have been talking about an awakening. And uh, I believe this is a season, this is a time. Are we ready? Are we ready to jump into what God wants? And I know, Pastor Judy, we, we were talking about the, our limitations here in this building and so on and so forth, but that's something God would have to work out. Amen? What's wrong with pitching a 10 over on Union Point, right? That's what Calvary Chapel did between their building buildings. They, for two years, they were in a tent. Uh, but, uh, you know, just doing the history, and I, I've been watching... Uh, a lot of background stuff on the Jesus Revolution and or the Jesus Movement. We were a part of that. I was never a hippie. I was a cool dude, you know. <laughs> I was one of the Pentecostal preachers with white white shoes and you know. Uh, but anyway, uh, we were in that that spirit of revival in Southern California and Arizona and. And it bled over, you know, a lot of the modern songs and, and, and the worship we have now changed forever uh, during the Jesus Revolution. Uh, the new sound, new music that was never in churches before. And so God is getting ready to reignite something new, something that uh, we have, you know, I, I looked at a, a prophecy this morning. And I don't really know what it was by, but it said, it, it talked about the church of the future, and we were, we've been talking about that too, and it says, it goes along, along like this, um, let me look at a good place, thank you, uh, it's about the services, the entire, uh, let me read it, the Lord showed us his fire like water built the Grand Canyon, was going to wash over you and burn away the vision that you have had as to what the church looks like. We have an idea what the church looks like. Chuck Smith had an idea what the church looked like until the Jesus Revolution. We got to be ready for anything. Not, the, not, in, not, not in its entirety, but the old church that we used to build will not be the church we build today. That if you were to stand up and describe what a new church is going to look like, you would point the picture as you see it now. But in the next few days, weeks, and years, the Lord is going to take you into the Holy of Holies and open a book and show you exactly what he wants you to build and upon that, he is going to establish a heavenly church. There will be more signs and wonders than you have ever dreamed. Amen. 
But the foundation that he has laid so deeply within you has been that foundation for this season. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. So we don't know when God shows up. I mean, I think Pastor Judy mentioned one not long ago about Solomon, the dedication of Solomon's temple. Did you talk about that? And uh, did you have, you want to share something? Oh, anytime you want to interrupt me. See, see, the dedication of Solomon's temple, the priest could not minister. And, and she mentioned it tonight. What did Solomon think when all the priests fell over? And nobody was doing their job in the temple because of the glory. The ushers couldn't ush. The greeters couldn't greet. Just the glory of God. And we read instances where the, 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 the early 1900s, where Azusa Street, where the, the glory cloud would rest about a, two feet off the ground, and the kids would lay in that, that mist, that cloud, and, and, and just people. See, God moves the way he wants to move. Amen. And, I, and, and this weekend kind of set me free because I'm afraid to do what God wants to do. I used to put them in a box. Go, this is the way it's going to be because that's the way we've moved in the past. But he can move whatever way he wants to. Amen? We plan. We do. We do what we know to do. But if he wants to come in as a guest, hey, take over. Take over. Take over. So get ready. Get ready. I know. Uh, praise the Lord. It, it's, do you feel something uh, hatching on the inside of you? I mean, just, I can't explain it. It's just crazy. Just crazy. Hallelujah. I know this is different tonight. I don't have an expository sermon. <laughs> Praise God. I'm going to come down there for a minute. Hey, Ralph, come up here. I want to talk to you. This man's been transformed. He ran me down in the parking lot today. What, you talked about how just the Spirit of God comes on you when you're driving. What's going on? Well, <clears throat> he just comes up to me, and I don't know what's going on. And he can even sometimes make me cry. And it's a good feeling. It's, it's a great feeling. So <clears throat> you were touched a few weeks ago, first time you came here. Yes. I, read, I had red tennis shoes on. <laughs> Very weird, right? I commented on that, yeah. <laughs> God does weird things when I wear tennis shoes like red, but whatever. I don't have them on tonight. But first time you, you, God knocked you over. What do you think about that? Uh, took me a whole day to recuperate the next day. <laughs> Hallelujah. We prayed for your ankles, how your ankles are doing. Much better. Much better. Amen? Yes. Hallelujah. See, God wants to transform lives. Are you happy that you found us and what God's doing in your life? Uh, more than happy. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. 
That's why we need encounters with the Holy Spirit. I, I just want to read a, uh, a little bit out of the book of Isaiah, chapter 6. And, and, and this is, I think, that what we're seeing and hearing on the college campuses and what's bringing out. And, and God wants to do things in churches. I don't know if it's all going to be the same. But uh, God has a variety of ways to move. But this is when the prophet encountered a vision of heaven, a vision of God. And it is a season that God's calling the church back to holiness, repentance. And I know that we've, we're a grace church. We talk about grace and, you know, we've heard the term greasy grace where people slide in and out and just do what they want to do. But God is holy God. In fact, the apostle said, be holy for I am holy. Amen. That's what God said. But it says in the year of King Uzziah that he died, verse 1, I saw the Lord. How many of you want to see Jesus? I saw the Lord on the throne high and lifted up. His train of his robe filled the temple. Above it uh, stood the seraphim. Each one had six wings, and with two covered his face. I know this is hard to uh, imagine. Shut your eyes. And, but around the throne of God, they had these creatures, man. Big, enormous. And he explains it here. Seraphims. Each one had six wings. With two he covered his face, and with two covered his feet, and with two he flew. And one cried to another, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God of hosts. The whole earth, say the whole earth, is full of his glory. Amen. The Bible says as the waters cover the sea, you know, so shall his glory cover the earth. Amen. Look how big the Pacific Ocean, the Atlantic Ocean, and all the, all the oceans, glory to God. And how immense they are in God's glory. Hallelujah. Whole earth is full of his glory. And he says, the post of the doors, the door was shaken by the voice of him who cried out. And a house was filled with smoke. So I said, now this is the prophet's encounter. Say encounter. Say I want an encounter. Woe is me, for I am undone, because I have a man of unclean lips, and I dwell in the midst of people with unclean lips. Do you know that, that we are contaminated with the things of this world? I don't care how much you read your Bible, how much you pray, much, uh, just the world gets on us. This is the spirit of the world. We're, we're, we're contaminated. And uh, he recognized, being in the presence of the Lord, that he was a man of unclean lips because he dwelt in the midst of people of unclean lips. For my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. And verse 6 says, Then one of the seraphim flew to me, having in his hand a live coal, which he had taken with the tongs from the altar. Hallelujah. And he touched my mouth with it and said, Behold, this has touched your lips. Your iniquity is taken away 
and your sin is purged. Amen. It's so powerful when we encounter. We, we were privileged to go down to the Brownsville Revival when, when the Holy Spirit moved uh, down in Florida, Pensacola. And it was, it was powerful to see what and people were coming from all over the, the world. We we heard about it on, uh, you know, on the news, on interviews and stuff that God was doing down there. So uh, we took a group of people down there. How, how anybody else go down? The Pastor Lori, Sister Lori went down, and uh, we experienced what God was doing. So God has moved, and we are in the season where the Democrats can't fix it. The Republicans can't fix it. No one man can fix it but God. Say, but God. But you know where it changes? In our hearts. That's why if you've been on the news, you're finding out all these young people are crying out to God in these universities. They're seeking God. That's the next generation that's going to turn everything around. This country, God is not done with America. In the 60s and 70s, many of you weren't born yet, but we were in a mess. We were in Vietnam War. There were, uh, the campuses were going crazy, fires and all kinds of disruption. It just, it seemed like the end of things. God came down sovereignly and got a hold of the hippie movement, which was on LSD. They were high, all this kind of stuff. And he touched that generation and changed, praise God. And then right after that, we, I mean, just in the midst, the charismatic movement, the word of faith came about and and we, we are kind of the end products of all of that. But I say it's time for God to do it again. Amen. Amen. David prayed out, God, will, not re will you not revive us again? That we again can see your glory and your power. I don't know about you, but, but you know, we need to get that contamination off of ourselves. We need to be able to come in and just, oh, glory to God. And listen. Don't wait on God to do something. Press in when we're praising God, when we're worshiping God. When the worship team, I'm going to have them come up. When the worship team begins to sing, you're an awesome God, and, and he is awesome. Get, get a picture of, of, of standing like uh, the prophet, amen? God is upon the throne, and oh, praise the Lord. <laughs> well, you know, I don't know what's wrong with me. I'm so good. Well, you get in the presence of God, you'll find out what's wrong with you. <laughs> he loves you. But some of us need house cleaning. Come on now. None of you are perfect. We're cleansed by the blood. But how many of you know we fight devils all the time? How many would like to be free? Free from bondages. I'm not just talking about confessing I'm free. I'm just talking about being free. Well, that angel took the coal off the altar and touched the prophet's lips. <laughs> there was a transformation that took place. And I was thinking from that point on, it changed his life. And God changed millions and millions of those hippies 
Hallelujah. And God, how many of you, God has changed you? I mean, I've seen the transformation in many of you over the years. We've been back here 40 years. A lot of you have been with us a long time. But, hey, God isn't through with this church. He isn't through with us. Hallelujah. There's coming an awakening to New England. What month are, is there going to be that satanic? April. April, just around the corner, the largest satanic gathering in Boston. How I many you know God is bigger than that? Hallelujah. And we're going to plead the blood, hallelujah, over that. Amen. When the enemy comes in like a flood, God will lift up a standard against him. Stand with me tonight. I want us to enter in to that holy place. Enter into that holy of holies. How do you do that? By the blood. By the blood of Jesus. Some of you need to maybe get set free of some things. It's not my job to tell you. Nobody told the prophet. But when he got in the presence of God, whoo, glory to God. Stuff. Stuff will come off of you. That worldly contamination will come off of you. Hallelujah. I want to invite you up. I mean, I don't know honestly what the services will look like in the next few minutes. But I do know that God wants you to worship Him. Honor Him. Come up front. Get on your knees if God wants you to do that. But let's honor the Lord in these songs. How many of you want to see a move of God? Come on. We are the ones. We are the Sunday night crowd. We don't talk like this on Sunday morning because they're not ready. I would love for God to move in on a Sunday morning and shock everybody. I mean, that's okay. But you're ready. You want to go deeper with God. You want to go deeper with the things of the, of, of the Holy Spirit. Come up and sing like you've never sung before. If we dance, dance like you never have danced before. Just say, God, now is the time. Now is the time for an awakening. Now is the time, God. Say, now is the time to shake New England with your power. Shake New England. God, don't only get a hold of the religious universities but come on God shake our universities here <laughs> in Massachusetts glory to God oh glory to God I, I, I just come on lift up your hands right now there, there's an anointing settling